recorded live from the radio studios of WFAY and WMRV. Andrew Lona's Media presents Cumberland County's Smartest Hour of Talk Radio. Welcome back to another edition of The Carolina Cabinet. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Carolina Cabinet. My name is Nat Robertson, and I will be your host as we discuss the news and the newsmakers. We're going to play a little bit of music, and we're going to talk to, and we're going to talk about the movers and shakers around Fayetteville, Cumberland County, and what the heck is happening across the world. (laughs) Our mission is to bring to you and to bring to the airwaves a common sense voice on the right side of the issues. Today in the cabinet, we've got Pastor Joshua Goodman. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, sir. We've got Mr. Private Eye, Jimmy Henley. Good morning. Jimmy! Oh, Jimmy! Oh, man, where am I at? Uh, No dancing tonight. (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, we've got a couple special guests. Uh, the the great Dr. Earl Vaughn will be joining us, talking the crowd about goes wild, talking about what's going on in the world of sports in uh, the week that we have uh, just finished. Yes, uh, we've got uh, a new segment coming up uh, shortly called. Mr. Conspiracy. Oh. So that should be already. a lot of fun. Our friend Eric Nobles joins us for Money Matters. Anyway, check us out. Like us. Follow us. Share us on your favorite social media outlet. We are at the Carolina Cabinet. And if you miss an episode of the Carolina Cabinet, find us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast broadcaster. We appreciate you tuning in and spending the next hour with us. Don't go far. We will be right back. Since 2012, Joshua Goodman has been the senior pastor at the Cliffdale Christian Center, a dynamic church and ministry located in West Fayetteville. Join our friend Pastor Goodman for a podcast or a live sermon in person at 6427 Cliffdale Road. Now for today's good news. Here is Joshua Goodman. Well, good morning from the All-American City. This is Pastor Josh, and have I got some good news for you. In a time when so many want to unpack, talk about, and discuss all the problems, circumstances, situations, all the negative stuff, I'm here to give you some good news. This is the season where those of us who believe according to the Christian faith celebrate Palm Sunday, Holy Week, the Resurrection of Christ. Charismatic and Catholic, Pentecostal or Presbyterian, Baptist, Methodist, Episcopalian, Lutheran, you name it, we all agree this time of year on one single truth that over 2,000 years ago, almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing God humbled himself, was born of a virgin, lived and loved, helped and healed, was betrayed, accused, denied, abandoned, was arrested, mocked, beaten with fists and clubs, spat upon and flogged. Finally, he was nailed to a tree where he proclaimed, it is finished. The price for every sin you've ever committed was paid. The price for every sin you are committing now was paid. The price for every sin you ever will commit is paid. 
The Word of God says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. My friend, this is Pastor Josh, and if that's not some good news, I don't know what is. Where it began I can't begin to knowing But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Hands Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Don't seem so lonely We fill it up with only two And when I hurt Hurting runs off my shoulders How can I hurt when holding you? One Touching warm Reaching out Touching me Alright, come on everybody We are very fortunate under the Carolina cabinet to have a very special guest on the phone with us. Guess who that is? The doctor. The doctor. The good doctor. (laughs) A sports writer and editor for over four decades. A renowned print journalist and communicator in the world of sports. And perhaps the most knowledgeable sports journalist in the Eastern Hemisphere. Amen. The Carolina cabinet has awarded this individual (laughs) an honorary PhD in sports knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Dr. Earl Vaughn Jr. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Welcome back, Earl. You scare me. You scare me every time you play. <laughs> uh, now, a little trivia here. You know who Neil Diamond sang in the high school chorus with? Ooh. Oh. God, I, I don't have a clue. Nope. Jimmy Henley. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. <laughs> I, I am not kidding. This is a verified fact. Mr. Diamond sang in the high school chorus at Erasmus Hall High School. With Barbara Streisand. Wow. Wow. Ooh, wow. How about that? Don't you know that was one happy choral director? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Years later, I made you. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've had a, uh, a heck of a week, haven't we, Earl? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, this has been a, an unbelievable ride for uh, the University of North Carolina Tar Heels. And I think a lot of people need to understand, uh, you know, and I, you know, gained a real a full appreciation with this. And it's kind of an interesting note that there's a Fayetteville connection here. Uh-oh, tell uh, us. The low point, the low point of this season came after uh, First Carolina, uh, the night they got just absolutely hammered by a relatively unheralded Pittsburgh team. And what a lot of people from down here do know, uh, folks that are very familiar with the tradition, the head coach at Pittsburgh is none other than Southview High School's own Jeff Capel. Wow, I didn't know that. His assistant coach is his brother, uh, who is a former Tar Heel, Jason Cable. And the night after Carolina <laughs> lost to them, dropping their record to 18-8, and eight, this was the point in time where everybody was saying, well, they're going to be a bubble team at best, and they probably better go ahead and be making their reservations for the NIT. Huh. And it was after that night, that they went on an 11 and 2 run. Uh, their last loss, of course, was last night uh, yep. to Kansas by three points in the uh, in the national championship game. And another thing, I don't think people remember. I, I went back and looked at some some preseason rankings, and I'm not sure who did this one. I, I don't remember which publication, but they had everybody in D1 ranked from 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 one to the dead last. Kansas was ranked the number three team in the nation. Before the season ever started, Carolina was ranked 28. Wow, I didn't know that. Wow, wow. So they rose all the way from 28 to make it to that championship game. Uh, you know, had some tremendous wins. Obviously, obviously, the win over the uh, the defending champion Baylor was, you know, certainly one of the biggest ones. But uh, at the end of the road, the, the team really fell victim to, to one of their biggest problems uh, throughout the year. Uh, and, and they just they just ran out of bodies, and uh, and the attrition of playing a long you know uh, thirty plus game season obviously took its toll in them. In that championship game last night, uh, you had Caleb Love with a bad ankle. Uh, you had Puff Johnson, their one of their key players off the bench, who got punched in the stomach. And actually, I don't know if you saw it on the TV, but but I mean, he actually threw up on the court. Really? Uh, you know, went down to all fours, and after he got hit in the stomach in the final minutes of the game, hmm. uh, Armando Baycott, obviously, arguably their best player all year. I mean, this is a guy who went through this season, and he tied the record held by the admiral of the Naval Academy, Mr. David Robinson, of 31 double doubles. Wow! I mean, that's just an unprecedented. And uh, he got up at the end of the game. He suffered another ankle, an ankle injury, and uh, you know, went into the game with an injured injured ankle and was probably no more than about maybe 90% right. uh, on a good day with the taping and everything. And he spent the last few minutes on the bench. And then one of their best players, uh, the, the, probably the, the, a key to the season, the young man that transferred in from Oklahoma, Brady Manick, he not only had an ankle, but I don't know if you saw early in the game, he got swatted uh, across the face by it was it was an accidental elbow guy coming down. What Will Smith was it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just smacked him across the face, you know, flattened him to the court. And I, I think you know nobody has said anything about this, or at least I haven't read anything. But I think there was a, a, a definite possibility, as hard as he got smacked and the way he hit his head on the floor, 
that uh, he may have been uh, suffered some level of a concussion. Now mm. I don't I don't have any verification of that at all, but uh, he, he certainly act uh, you know a little dazed at a couple times. He seemed to be you know shaking his head, blinking his eyes, trying to clear the cobwebs and everything. But I, I personally think it was just a tremendous uh, testament to their grit and determination that they were able to get it out and to even keep that game that close. I mean, and w- within, you know, one more made basket at the end of uh, at least, you know, possibly even tying it up and sending it into overtime. So uh, do you? I think you got to give Hubert Davis a lot of credit. You know, his first year as uh, the head coach of this outstanding program weathered a lot of storms early and, uh, you know, pulled this team back together and led them to a tremendous run in the NCAA. Do you believe without those injuries that we would have won? I think, well, you can't can't say that. I mean, you know, ifs and buts, candy and nuts and all that good stuff. You know, (laughs) I I don't want to go there. But uh, you've got to say that, yeah, they would have had a chance. Certainly, they would have definitely had a chance if if they'd have gone to the game healthy. But you have to play, you know, with, with, with the one that brung you in a situation right. like yeah. this. Right. And you just you just go out there and, and, and perform. It's like Villanova. Uh, you know, they went into the Final Four and lost their second-leading score. And so they just had to walk out there on the court in the, their game in the Final Four and do the best they could. Unfortunately, they weren't able to you know, to match up against you know Kansas very well with, without him. So uh, it's just a question of you've got the chess pieces that you've got and you just uh, position them the best way you can. And I think it's a tremendous credit with, with all of the, the, the bumps and bruises and whatever that they had at the end of the road that they were able to come this close against uh, definitely one of the one of the best teams in Absolutely. the nation yeah. and, and one of the great programs in the nation. Hats off to the Tories. Yeah, and you think, I mean, so you're in your opinion, Earl, um, I mean, they played a pretty solid first half, obviously, and they just seemed to run out of gas there in the second half between that and injuries, and that kind of sealed it, right? Yeah, the only thing, and I saw a post on Facebook, a young lady that I've known for several years, uh, Tanya Sampson, who was herself uh, a two-time state champion down at Clinton High School and uh, played for the Tar Heels on their uh, national championship team uh, for the women when Sylvia Hatchell was their coach. Uh, The one question that uh, uh, Tanya raised, and I would agree with her, is that uh, I definitely think, particularly in the second half, that... uh, Carolina probably should have slowed the pace down a bit and let uh, you know force Kansas to come to them, yeah. uh, try to work and get uh, you know better shots, uh, not take so many quick uh, uh, long range shots like uh, they did on a couple of possessions in that second half. That and the strategy, strategy wise, that that's the only you know knock I, I would put against them. But uh, other than that, I, I cannot at all fault the, the grit and the determination of sure. those guys especially the ones that were banged up that, uh, that that fought, you know, down to the very end and had them within, you know, one more basket of, of being able to pull out a win. Yeah, and yeah. just to show you bad luck, I don't know if you've seen it or not, Earl, but there's video circulating of that infamous last ankle twist. It shows the floor, uh, the court buckling when he planted his right foot. The floor yeah. buckles, and then he rolls his ankle apparently as a result of the buckling of the floor. And I put a post on Facebook about that. I, I, I've got an issue with those kinds of floors. Uh, that that floor was constructed just for the Final Four, supposedly. Uh, Get your job right. Read, yeah, a, for a couple of stories that I've read is that they do that because they're playing in those huge domed arenas and they have to build the floor up from mm-hmm. the floor level. And I, I don't like playing on any floor that's raised up above 
uh, regular floor level sure. you know, where there's a potential for players or officials to possibly you know run off the edge or something like that. And obviously, uh, you know, it, it looked like again, like you said, with that piece of the, the, the floor actually sliding out from under his foot. I got to wonder about the the quality and the safety of that, and, and that's an issue that I really think the NCAA needs to explore. I just don't know how good an idea it is to be playing on temporary flooring like that. I think I'd much rather be in a gym that had been there for quite some time sure. and, and the floor was in place and everybody knew that it, that it worked okay. The only problem, though, is, and a friend Size. of mine commented on, on my post that I made earlier today, with uh, the emphasis on these giant crowds and everything, uh, they're going to be continuing to look for these uh, you know, huge uh, football arenas to, to, to hold this game. So I don't, I don't see the NCAA changing from that anytime soon, unfortunately, just because of the money that it brings in. Earl, since we're still on basketball, let's talk about Coach K because he is, uh, yeah. you know, what, what a guy, what a career. Um, what's his, uh, what's his next move in retirement? Well, that's going to be interesting to see. You know, I, I, I'm, you know, wondering how if he's going to be as involved in the Duke program uh, as you know, Coach Williams has certainly been extremely visible this year following. Uh, you know, Carolina with all those shots of him wearing that same sweater in the mm-hmm, crowd. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I'm going to be interested to see if, if Coach Willings, uh, Coach, uh, excuse me, Kishevsky is going to pursue the same course of, uh, of action, you know, if he's going to remain hands-on or if he's going to – I think he's going to have to give John Shire some space, you know, to establish himself as a head coach and, uh, you know, get, get, get the program – going or to try to continue, you know, the legacy, obviously, that Krzyzewski has established. But right, wrong, good, or bad, regardless of what you feel about him, uh, you know, the man made some uh, amazing accomplishments. Yeah, he sure. certainly yeah. put basketball back on the map uh, and, uh, you know, built them. I mean, they were already an outstanding program, but he definitely raised them up to a, a, a new level of uh, success that uh, they had not experienced in quite some time. And he certainly set a standard that uh, – I think many other coaches are going to want to aspire to, so you can't uh, you can't fault him for that at all. Hey, Earl, we're in the middle of spring, and now is the time that the high schools are getting fired up and stuff. What's going on around uh, What's going on around Cumberland County and the high schools? Well, let's hit a couple of three things. Uh, first of all, I want to congratulate uh, a young lady from here um, who uh, has just etched her name just yesterday, uh, earlier this week, into the. Uh, NCHSA record book. Uh, her name is uh, Ajayla Yates, a 71st high school. Hmm, and in a game with Douglas Bird, she set a new North Carolina High School Athletic Association state record, which has stood since 2001. Uh, she scored 11 goals in a single game. Wow. And that is a that is a one one game record for, for the wow. state of North Carolina. Wow. So, oh, that's amazing. Uh, congratulations to her on uh, you know, getting her etching her name into the uh, the NCHSA record book. Looking around at the other spring sports, uh, it it's still, you know, somewhat early. We've uh, you know, probably maybe about halfway ballpark through the uh, uh, the regular season in most sports, but uh, looking at baseball in the United Eight Conference, uh, Grace Creek is off to a good start there. Currently twelve and two, they've won. Uh, they've got a ten-game winning streak going right now. Yeah, that's a good uh, over in the all of, yeah. yeah, over in the All-American Conference, Terry Sanford is of course a perennial power to coach Sam Guy. Uh, they're currently leading the race over there at uh, ten and three. Uh, softball, we've got a tight race over in the United Eight Conference uh, with uh, Cape Fear and Grays Creek of the local contingent 
are in a battle with uh, Pernil Sweat for a first place over there. Uh, girls Soccer, the United Eight, uh, Cape Fear, uh, Grace Creek, and Jack Britt are in a three-way race there for the top spot. And in the All-American Conference, Pine Forest is having an outstanding girls soccer season. Right now, they are 12-0 uh, and 0 at this point, so, so they're off to a really good start. Now, you haven't mentioned Austin Warren at all. No, well, I'm going to get to him in a minute. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Boys, boys Golf, uh, United 8, uh, Cape Fear is uh, leading that conference, and Terry Sanford is leading the All-American. And then Boys Tennis, uh, United 8, Cape Fear is the top team with uh, Terry Sanford uh, of the All-American Conference. And, yes, I did want to make a special mention of uh, our major leaguer, uh, Austin Warren, who will be preparing to start his first full season uh, with the uh, Los Angeles Angels uh, this Thursday. Uh, they play their last spring training game tonight against the Dodgers, so he may or may not get some action tonight. But uh, coming through this spring, uh, Austin, who is a right-handed relief pitcher for the Angels, played, of course, his high school baseball uh, under Sam Guy at Terry Sanford. Uh, Austin has had a solid spring. Uh, he doesn't have any wins or losses uh, so far, but, of course, as a reliever, that's you know contingent on just when he comes into the game and how, how things are standing. But as far as his stats for the spring, he's got an earn run average of 1.59. Hmm. Uh, he's got what's called mm-hmm. a whip, uh, and whip is a statistic that determines uh, you know what your average of walks and hits per inning pitched is. His whip is 1.41. Now, the, all those that sounds like a lot of gibberish, but yep, <laughs> it does. Uh, all right, for baseball, break it down. Yeah, an earned run average of under three and a whip of under two are both really good stats. So, as I said, his ERA is 1.59, and his whip is 1.41. So, he's had a really solid solid spring. One to watch. He only pitched uh, 3.2 innings, gave up five hits, one run, uh, three walks, and five strikeouts. But uh, he's had a good season. The only frustrating thing is for him, as good as a year as he's had, and the Angels have a couple of the best players in, in the whole game of baseball, and they're very talented pitcher in D.H., uh, Shohei Otani, and uh, their outstanding fielder, Mike Trout. Uh, unfortunately, the Angels are not rated to do that well as a team this year. In fact, I haven't seen a single uh, preseason forecast that has them expected to hmm. qualify for the state for the, uh, the, the playoffs at all. But, uh, you know, hopefully aren't uh, – uh, Austin got good experience last year. He spent about half the season with him last year when he got called up from uh, the minor leagues, and uh, now he's going to get his chance to go for an entire season. So we're looking forward for another great year out of him as he becomes only our second major leaguer, major leaguer from Cumberland County since the great uh, Calvin Coons, who, of course, won a World Series sure. with the New York yeah. Mets back yeah. in 69. So would love to see Austin be able to do the same thing with the Angels. Hey, Earl, with all the baseball talk, I just want to make sure we get this in. How are our woodpeckers doing? Well, they're just getting ready to crank up. When does that uh, – when's opener? Just, 12th, isn't it? I believe that's – yeah, they just okay. announced the full roster today, and I saw that they're getting ready to open the season, I believe, with a road trip. Really? But, uh, but they'll, yeah, they'll be opening up soon, so certainly uh, for another great year for the woodpeckers. Hmm. That's great. Very cool. I uh, also wanted to ask you, I know uh, I read your article recently about somebody who meant a lot to you in your career, Mr. Howard Ward. Yes. Yep, and we lost him recently, and, and uh, you mentioned that he's the one that gave you a start way, way, way back when, right? 
Yes, he was. I'll never forget the day that uh, uh, I got uh, called into the newsroom and uh, sat down with Mr. Ward for the first time, and he gave me a chance to work uh, for six weeks in the summer, uh, way back when I was still uh, just a kid fresh out of high school getting ready to enroll in my first uh, uh, semester of college. And uh, he uh, came to me and uh, invited me to, uh, you know, come and uh, join the uh, sports staff for a six-week stint in the summer. And uh, after that was over, he asked me to come back uh, the following summer and work the entire summer. And then the fall of that year, I was enrolled at the University of North Carolina at Wilmington. And I started coming up on the weekends on uh, Fridays, covering a high school game on Friday night, working in the office on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I continued that until I was hired uh, to a full-time position uh, in the winter of 1977, and that led to a nearly 40-year career. Wow, that's awesome. Fayetteville Observer. Wow. Yeah, I owe all of that to Howard. Well, thoughts and prayers to his Thoughts and prayers to his family, and thankfully he, he gave that young man a chance. What a mentor. I'm, I'm telling right. you, right? Goodness sake. Yes. Well, Earl, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you a lot. We'll check back in in a couple of weeks and kind of see what's going on, but uh, really do appreciate you yeah, joining thank you, us. Sir. Thank you very much. Enjoyed it. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take me out to the ball game. Swing, batter, batter, swing, batter, batter, swing, batter, batter, swing. Swing, batter, batter, swing, batter, batter, swing, batter, batter, swing. another cup of coffee and get fired up with the Carolina Cabinet, Eastern North Carolina's smartest conservative morning talk show. The Carolina Cabinet presents Money Matters with Eric Nobles, a weekly update of what you need to know to make your money grow. Mr. Nobles is a Fayetteville native and partner in Nobles Pound Financial Planning, a regional planning and wealth management firm in Fayetteville, North Carolina, since 1991. 
Now, here's Eric Nobles. Dead men sign no documents. Folks often talk about changing their wills or trust. However, talking about it does not get it done. Action has to be taken. If you're unhappy with your beneficiaries in your will and you die, well, it's too late now to make any changes because dead men sign no documents. Death is not the only thing that makes your legal documents permanent. If you become incapacitated through bad health or an accident or just plain bad luck, it is too late to create a will or to update an existing will. Estate planning needs to be done while you are healthy. Do it now before it is too late. The financial jargon word of the day is executor or executrix. Executor is the masculine version and executrix is the feminine version. What is an executor? The executor is the person responsible for probating the will of a deceased person. The executor does not get to decide who gets the money. The executor simply follows the written instructions in the will left by the deceased. I am Eric Nobles, and that's why your money matters. Conservative Talk Radio in Eastern North Carolina. You're listening to the Carolina Cabinet. This is the morning show your daddy wanted you to listen to. Don't be suspicious. 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 And welcome back to the Carolina Cabinet. Something's in the air, man. I feel it. Something is definitely in the air. Pastor Josh? <laughs> something, something. Something's out there. I'm <laughs> what in the world? Well, we are excited for our next guest. Yeah. Mr. 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 Conspiracy. Yeah. And today we're going to be the judge if he can earn the title of uh, Professor. Professor Conspiracy. Prof- and, like I said, and, it sounds much more menacing. And at that point, we'll go ahead and cut his own uh, intro. That's so, right. Yeah. So oh, yeah. We, yeah. He gets his own intro. <laughs> it should be like the Twilight Zone intro, too. Mr. Conspiracy, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How's your day going, sir? It's going pretty good. Uh, first off, I just want to clear the air and let you know, JFK Jr. is alive. Okay? <laughs> he, he's living with Elvis at the... In the now, in now the, you know you know that for a fact. Yeah, well, Hillary Clinton, he was running against Hillary in the Senate of New York and back in 2000, whenever that was. Anyways, uh, she had him, tried to have him taken out, but no, nah, he faked his death. He's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> that, that was yeah. smart. That was He's smart. coming back to revenge his father's death. <laughs> All right. All right. So now, I, I think Pastor Josh yeah, has I, the I, first I want to open up with a, yeah, with, a, with a quick question. So, And it's almost a joke because an actor walks on a stage, right? With a comedian, mm-hmm. and I just got to say, this is Hollywood, and I have my own personal conspiracy theory with uh, Will Smith, Chris Rock. Was this all uh, put on, or uh, is are we looking at a legitimate slap here? That thing was filmed in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. That's it. You are my man. Yep, professor it is. PhD granted. <laughs> it, it was filmed in 2020. Uh, Will Smith has been removed. Yeah. You know, Hollywood is full of pedos. Yes, and he's been removed. Been, yes. Well, what does that even mean? Well, it's the, I mean, the magic of Hollywood. What it's worth. <laughs> what it's worth. <laughs> you didn't even. What are you, a lawyer? You didn't even answer the question. 
I work with a lot of lawyers, and I know some nonsense when I hear it. Um, kind of an expert in the field, maybe. Okay, so no, Will Smith has been removed. Will Smith uh, and a lot of pedos, which, you know, if you remember back when Trump was first elected, where did he go uh, about three days after being uh, sworn in? Hmm. Where is that? Straight over. He went, um, he went over to Saudi Arabia. He went to the Vatican. He went to Germany. All these places, he had all this uh, pedophilia because um, he knew Epstein. He knew all of them. He knew the dirty tricks. Sure. I mean, he 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 rubbed elbows with them. Um, and hey, what I know, military sought him out to uh, to take this thing down. It's one big grand scheme. And uh, is is that why you won't appear in person? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. He, he didn't want to be get arrested. a list of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to ask oh, you, Mister Conspiracy. Are you in uh, uh, some unknown hidden location? Und- undisclosed. Yeah, undisclosed. undisclosed location in some sort of bomb shelter or something that nobody can get to you. We just want to make sure you're safe. Correct. I'm. I, I, I'm not even in this atmosphere. Okay. Awesome. We, we can all agree. <laughs> we can all agree. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Pastor? Uh, well, I mean, he starts talking about Epstein and Will Smith and Jada, and I'm like, "Ooh, this is this this is getting that rabbit hole's too deep for me to go down." Well, you said well, Hillary's funny. name a couple times. Are you feeling suicidal by chance? <laughs> yeah. No, I love myself. Okay, um, okay. I, I, Epstein didn't kill himself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, you're you're feeling pretty good. You're not suicidal, but you. What other conspiracies uh, do we need to know about? Bodies under the White House. Hey, did you hear that beeping noise on your phone? I think the government's <laughs> the recording you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been recording them as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, well they, now, talk to us about Hunter's laptop. Oh, boy. Okay, so Hunter's laptop. You the story have is, it. he, he uh, dropped it off, left it at the laptop um, in a uh, repair place in Delaware. Well, Gentleman tried to give it to the FBI. The FBI did not want. Um, they started harassing him. So the man gave up. They tried to ruin his life. So he uh, passed the laptop to Giuliani. And hence, now a uh, gentleman by the name of Garrett Ziegler, who worked in Peter Navarro's um, trading commissions part of Trump's White House, has um, he's under the... Um, Marco Polo is his company. He's releasing a report on it. Also, um, I, I'm sure you've seen it in the news, Matt Gates uh, entered it into the Judiciary Committee um, with uh, Nadler the other day. Is that week. is that the thumb drive that he had? Correct. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what exactly is on that thumb drive, Mr. Conspiracy? Uh, well, what I've seen... Um, <laughs> Hold on, hold on to your, uh, your seats now. Uh, we're holding on. <laughs> Biden had sex with his own niece. What? Um, and has not been able to, was not able to be around her. Which Biden? Um, Hunter Biden's niece. I'm not sure if it's Bo, if Bo's daughter or it's um, Haley's daughter. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Is that on the floppy disk as well? Uh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> you 
can also you can also all the he's got like four porn, porn hub accounts um, with all. Oh my stuff. goodness! But the, the biggest thing of all is four. you know there's stuff four. there with him, him that's been making he's been making um, he had a transaction with Putin to where he was trying to work a deal to buy um, oil from Putin um, while he was with Burisma. Hmm. Do we have any Tylenol in the studio by chance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, don't take it. It's been poisoned. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel suicidal. <laughs> yeah. You better, buy, you better buy you some MREs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't trust those either. Um, but the, the biggest thing is um, Joe's going to get caught up in all this. Uh, there's more dirt on Joe on the laptop than there is of Hunter. Mm. Um, and I think... Joe's days are numbered. Can I ask you something, uh, Mr. Conspiracy? I'm just wondering, are you concerned that they may be tracing your phone call right now? Look, they they have they have converted Amazon balloons using them for the military, okay? Amazon they, balloons? They, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, I follow a great guy on YouTube called what? Uh, Monkey. Uh, Wait is? a minute. Back up. What is an Amazon balloon? I'm, I'm just looking around like, am I supposed to know this? <laughs> well, there are balloons that are flown at about 60,000 feet, and they now they've been converted. The military use them to collect data. Like weather uh, balloons? Yes. Okay. But they're really collecting some other kind of data, or they are collecting yeah. weather? There's a, there's a great guy I follow called, uh, his name is Monkey Works, Millspec Monkey on YouTube, and... Great um, follows military planes and great informational for anybody who wants to. Um, again, tells you how many military planes are up, um, and it, he covers these balloons in there as well. What is Amazon doing with the balloons? Well, they've sold them now. You know, Amazon's the devil. Amazon. <laughs> my wife probably agrees. Since yeah. I, know, I, I think I might agree as much yeah, as my wife yeah, uses it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let's get that straight. It's not your wife thinks Amazon's the devil. It's the men probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my wife luckily don't know how to even sign into the Amazon account, so she might think that I'm the bad <laughs> one. That's what she's telling you anyway. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Wow. On you for that. So, <laughs> what's happening this week yeah, in the that. world of conspiracies? Yep. All right. So this week. In Oh, you're fading uh, off. Did they get to you? Or are you okay? I, I'm trying. I'm trying to uh, hold it. Hold it now. So, did you know that the Secret <laughs> Service is renting a mansion beside Hunter in uh, Malibu, California, for thirty thousand dollars a month? No. Why are they doing for that? What? They're putting him up to hide him. Huh. The Secret Service. You know, our our um our government has been using um. Our politicians have been using um, the skies. Hey, we need we need uh, hunters uh, travel logs with uh, from Secret Service and all this. Well, Secret Service they've been asking this for years. Secret Service they, well, they said we don't have them. Well, they've been hiding stuff because they've been covering for the Bidens for the longest. Well, you, you've got some pretty important information. I'm just wondering, can you divulge any of your sources of this stuff? Um, I could tell you, but somebody might kill you. 
Well, <laughs> keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to know. <laughs> we'll leave you as the only target. Yeah, I like information. I don't like it that much. Well, do you have a background like in, in uh, dare I say, intelligence? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I like to think myself uh, think of myself as intelligent, but uh, right. I mean, I'm just I'm somebody just a should. Loafer. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just pop up. So, anything else going on? Tell us about the the gas prices and and mm. you know oh what 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 in the world are we paying as much at the pump for this gasoline than than what we're actually? I mean, why why are we paying okay. this? So okay. <laughs> All part of Great Reset. Klaus Schwab. He he uh, came up with this thing, um, this plan thirty years ago. Who? Klaus Schwab. It's when they go to uh, Klaus Schwab. It, when they go to uh, Davos, Switzerland. What that that whole economic forum and everything. Um, he created this um, Great Reset. So their plan is to break the supply chain. Um, Immigration, you, it's one big ball. I mean, it's got connecting dots. Well, in the middle of there, there's Clinton, there's uh, Barack Obama, there's all these um, corrupt politicians that have been just making money. Well, Bill Gates, um, let's see, Bill Gates, uh, Gavin Newsom, Pete, uh, Buttigieg, all these people have been through this um, plan. And, and Ben, that's why as part of the Great Reset. Um, to and what do they? What do they hope to accomplish? The, Let me ask you that. What do they hope to by resetting? What What do they just everything starting over? Or are we talking about okay. a fight, fight one, club thing? One world, go, one world government. One world government. Everything. One one <laughs> gotcha. uh, monetary. Everything. Gotcha. They, they want to complete control. COVID, like like all re, like, like Revelation stuff. Like the book of Re, like the book of Revelation kind of stuff. Well, I've even heard, and this, I'm, I'm very religious, but I, I've been told that they have changed, like going back to Rock, John D. Rockefeller and all them, they have changed um, our Bibles, they have changed mm. our um, the teachings in our schools. Well, yeah. Um, they so, have infiltrated our... They, so me as a pastor, and, I got one more question, then I'm oh, yeah. but so we, 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 we've veered into kind of my scope of atmosphere talking about you know resets and the book of revelation and end times and one world governments and so who is or do you know who is the antichrist oh we don't we won't know that um well again based on my beliefs i um i honestly feel that God's people will not see revelations, gotcha. um, or we we won't see the end of days um, because once the rapture happens, we're gone. Gotcha. Gone that. Solid preacher, bro. I'm um, with you all the way. Amen. Yeah. See, yeah. you thought yeah. this, you thought this guy was a nut. He's <laughs> not, not a nut at all. I'm, I'm, I'm buying in. He, he well, he's uh, only convinced well. one of us. <laughs> I'm still. I'm the telling nut part. you, this guy is smart. Okay, well, let me ask him this then: If he's so smart, was the election? A fraud or not? Last question. Last question, Mr. Conspiracy. Well, look, real quick. So I think it was 200,000 um, votes were found in North Carolina, deceased and duplicated in the 2020 election just this week in North Carolina. All right, on election night. Right my mom and dad are still on the rosters. Both of them are passed. Mm. Say again? I said my mom and dad are still on the rosters. Both of them have passed. Randolph 
County and Union Counties are the two biggest Republican counties in North Carolina, if I'm correct. And on on election night, both of them had problems. Um, both of them had problems reporting. And I'll say this: in everyone that went in and voted down ballot, you cannot tell me Roy Cooper, if I'm if I'm correct. I, I think he's still governor. Yep. Anyway, yep. Uh, that he won with all the other um, seats turning red. You, you just can't you can't explain that. To yeah, me. That doesn't make much sense. No. Yeah, I agree. Well, well you know, maybe he is on to something. I'm telling yeah. you. I'm telling I, I, you. And, and going back going back to the gas prices real quick. So all this mess of Ukraine and stuff, Hunter Biden funded BioLabs in Ukraine. Um, Putin's not the bad guy in this. Putin mm. went in. Uh, he is working with others. Putin went in to expose the Biden family. Hmm. When this is all said and done, the Bidens will have egg on their face and we'll be removed from office. Hmm. Wow. Okay. That's strong. That's, that's strong. strong. That's a you heard it here, conspiracy folks. Theory. Yep. Yep. Well, Mr. Conspiracy, thank you so much for joining us this week on the Carolina Cabinet. Thank you. And, Great conversation. Uh, look forward to uh, perhaps uh, you joining us again and, and maybe even uh, earning the title of I'm, professor. Yeah. Mm, getting close. I appreciate it. I'm going to go eat my popcorn in my book. You, sir, have a good You, have sir, have a good day. Very fitting song here. Right. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Because I speak of the pompatists of love. People talk about me, baby. Say I'm doing you wrong, doing you wrong. Well, don't you worry, baby, don't worry. Cause I'm right here, right here, right here, right here at home. Cause I'm a picker, I'm a grinner, I'm a lover, and I'm a sinner. I play my music in the sun. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight toker I sure don't want to hurt no one I'm a picker, I'm a grinner I'm a lover, and I'm a sinner I play my music in the sun I'm a joker, I'm a smoker I'm a midnight toker Get my loving on the run. Yeah, what would y'all think of uh, Mr. Conspiracy? I tell you what, I wouldn't want to be in debate club against him. He 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 just every question we had, he was. You know, he, ping, he, ping, right off the... He lip. just made me appreciate my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think I'd do better arguing with her. You and, know, we could do a special where we have her come in and him come in. Oh, and no. just no, that, no, that, no, that, that's that done. No. That, that, Nobody would ever tune in to that. <laughs> Not a good idea. Not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, Slick, though. I mean, he was able to uh, 
field those questions uh, right, I mean, off of the cuff. Let me tell you. You know? He knows yeah. what's going on in this yeah, world. Uh, His fingers are on the pulse <laughs> of something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. He knows what's going on. Um, Mr. Conspiracy, yeah. if you hear of anything going on uh, involving us, I want you to call me right back. Please. That's right. And I still want to know who the Antichrist is. Yeah. So <laughs> as soon as you get word, man, let me know. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, we do or did have a lot going on uh, this week as well. You know, gosh, last week came and went so fast yeah. because there was so much happening in the news. Yeah. Yep. Uh, gas prices seem to have uh, maybe steadied a little bit. Um, in fact, dropped a couple of places. Well, let me just stop you, Nat, because... <laughs> You're saying that as a positive tone when I'm seeing gas that's still three sixty nine, three seventy two dollars more than it was. Yeah, a year I'm like, ago. Yeah, right. but where are we at as as a people where we're like gas prices are looking better because right. they're down five right. ten cents under four dollars. Yeah, woo! Oh man. Okay. Well, and and you know, of course, I heard a great uh, something on the news today about uh, you know Biden still won't open the pipelines, mm-hmm. but he will release Trump's oil yes. that has been stored yep. and, and thinking that oil burning uh, in our environment is not as bad as, as the, uh, yeah, the, the pipeline stuff. Yeah, developing. You and, can't and open it when uh, Nancy and them are all investing in Tesla. Well, yeah. Right. You know, or her husband, I think, is who it was. Well, and I heard it. Say, uh, not a conspiracy, but the, the, uh, an individual on talk radio talking about it saying, look, the only way you're going to p- get people to buy into Tesla and ba- battery you know, uh, energized things is by raising the gas prices. But then you raise the gas, gas prices and you lose the vote. Right. And so it's really, you know, you, it, it, well, I'll say this, it's much, it's a, it's a much more thought out process than we give it credit for. We think our gas prices are just going up. I have a conspiracy theory that the Democrats realize that they have messed this up so bad. They have conceded that there's no way they can win the next election. So they might as well go ahead and go after all the personal benefits mm. they can get out of this because there's no way Sleepy Joe, if he's around, can get reelected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the laughing hyena that follows him around, there's no way she's going to get elected. Mm-hmm. Yep. So mm-hmm. who are they going to put up? I mean, that's who they have to put up. You know, Hillary sniffing around like she yep. might try to get but, in you know, again. They, they, they get elected out of their own districts. So, yeah. you know, not, you know, of course, Biden and Harris are different, but um, everybody else's district. You know, if, if the people in the districts are just as whacked, they're going to get elected. Yeah. Yeah. If, they're, if they're just as woke. It's, it's, kind of, it's almost like having a city where you have several individuals, you know, in high-ranking positions, and that city, say, has higher crime, violent crime, murder than it's seen in recent history, and yet these individuals continue to get elected. Yeah, they do. And well, I, on a, on a smaller scale, we have the same thing, uh, the town of Spring Lake. They put people in place. They elect them. Mm-hmm. They ran it in the ground. The state comes out there and says, okay, all right, we'll help you out. We're going to balance your budget a little bit. Not everybody can balance a checkbook. Let's sit down. One, two, three. Right, right. And they said, all right, here you go. Here's the recipe for success. We'll be back in a while. They come back and it's worse. Yep. And it's like, who's electing these people? And is there not any good choices yeah. out there yeah. <laughs> or where where what? is the accountability from the people exactly. Yeah. exactly exactly you got almost a half a million dollars gone to a lady who was put into position yep. that was already personally yeah. financially you know allegedly in Alleg- a bad bad spot yep. you know i mean yeah. it's that's the small scale version of what we're seeing with our country yeah, exactly and so what's it going to take, you know, for not just we as Fayetteville's people from Cumberland County, surrounding area, uh, North Carolinians, and then, you know, Americans to 
finally say enough is enough. I don't know. know. And like I said, for me, even the comment that Nat made a few minutes ago in regards to gas prices, it's we're, we're at a certain place when we look at gas prices that have come down, mm-hmm. you know, 15, 20 cents, when they're up $2.50 from where they were, you know, it's a certain place that we've come to where we're like, yeah, this is good. Wait a minute. That, that's not, that's yeah. not, that's not progress. Right. No. You know, we, we're not doing better. We're, we, you know, we're doing better maybe than last month, but you know, not than last year. Than no, two agreed. Years. Absolutely agreed. It's a funny situation we're in, isn't it? Yep. It mm. is. It is. And midterms are going to be pretty exciting, I think, because, uh, we'll see if there's that much change. Yeah. We'll see how yeah. upset the people are. Yeah. That'll be a true indicator. Yeah. yeah. That'll, that'll put your hand on the pulse of it, honestly. And I, I don't know. I mean, we can obviously see, look at polls and, um, on either side and look at the, the, the talking heads who talk back and forth and my side, your side, all the, but really election days when, when it's going to, but Biden, for instance, has a, a 42% or 46% yeah, like, I heard it today yeah. with like one year out the other approval rate of the job that he's doing. Yep. Who are the four in 10 that think that he is doing a good job? Yeah. 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 Hard headed people. Well, I think people, yeah, people who just, they refuse. They won't let they, go. They, they accept the rhetoric, right. you know. They, you know, I was talking to somebody today in regards to the fake news that's out there. And you you, you give a society all this fake news, all this fake news, they become addicted to it. They, 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 they need it. And even when it's proven that it's not true, the addiction's still there. Well, and I wanted to ask Mr. Conspiracy about what Putin is putting out in <laughs> Russia mm. because the, that number was... 82 or 92 mm-hmm. percent of the people believe Putin is doing a good job yep. with the war. Yep. Yep. <laughs> is that accurate? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Can, can you believe when Will Smith steps on stage and smacks Chris Rock? That's, I mean, oh, I that was recorded in 2000 <laughs> yeah, or, or 2020. 2020. <laughs> it's one of those things. I mean, where he you, was quick on that. Yeah, too. he was. He was right. very quick. It, what What do you believe right you know, it's it's you know we forgot to ask him the age-old conspiracy question did we really land on the moon did we yes oh, oh. that's that's for next time yeah, yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> definitely that is definitely for next time. i don't know if i can wait can i can you <laughs> give me his secret number i gotta find no, out no but i can have him call you one eight hundred bat number from an undisclosed location <laughs> Well, uh, you know, it's a great show. Certainly appreciate you all being yep. here. Pastor Josh Goodman. Here, here. Thank Good you, sir. Great being here. And Mr. Jimmy Henley, Jr. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, and, thank you sir. Uh, special thanks to Dr. Earl Vaughn joining yes, sir, us via the telephone. And Mr. Conspiracy also, who will uh, make a return visit, I'm sure. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Carolina Cabinet. And uh, look, please do us a favor. Take time this week to go visit one of our commercial sponsors and let them know that you heard their message on the Carolina Cabinet. If you missed one of the episodes, find the replays on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast broadcaster, right? Send us a message, like us, follow us, share us on your favorite social media outlet. We are at the, the Carolina, Carolina Cabinet. Cabinet. Until next time, thanks again for joining us. <laughs>